Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to White Hat Chronicles. Today's topic is racism in sports. First, let me give a quick shout out to Anchor. Uh, Anchor is an app that allows you to record and make your own podcast. And over millions and millions of people are using it. I'm using it as well. If you haven't heard of Anchor, I would suggest download. Now, I usually just talk about sports. I let you guys know how I feel about certain players. I give you certain stats. That's like the basis of my show. However, with racism and police brutality at an all-time high, I think that this topic is well overdue. Now, before I start, I just want to say RIP to Rashad Brooks, George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, and everyone else that have died from police brutality and racism in this country. Now, I could start off talking about Drew Brees, Saints quarterback. For those who don't know, he was interviewed and asked what he thought about kneeling during the national anthem. He went on to say that he would never kneel. He would always find that as disrespectful. His grandfather uh, fought for this country, and he thinks that kneeling is disrespectful. So what happened was some of his teammates went to social media, spoke out, and they spoke to him. Uh, the next day, he issued an apology. So, okay, that's one quarterback. Let's just not talk about him. Uh, I feel like I got bigger fish to fry. But then there was a a Denver, it was a coach, uh, a head football coach from Denver Broncos. He stated that he didn't see any uh, racism in the NFL. Hmm. Which, he's not black, so of course he doesn't see any racism in the NFL. Uh, which, what happened with him, with some of his players spoke to him. They went to social media as well. And uh, the next day, he issued an apology. And I think later on, he went out and he protested with the players. Which, uh, which is cool. It was a peaceful protest. He protested in Denver. Now, it seems to me that there's a lot of people that are being talked down from their racist high or their right white privilege. And I think to myself, is it that easy? I'm sure people will still hate them, still hate their comments, might even boo them at the game and stuff like that. But it's just that I feel like black people are just so forgiving. And I'm not the one, I'm not the one to tell you, uh, Let's not forgive this person. I believe in forgiveness. However, it's just how easy it can be to just forgive them after them saying whether they have a clear conscience or not by saying what they've said. Is it me or is that just white privilege? I don't know. I don't know. It's that what we give is forgiveness. And it seems a lot of times what they give us is hate. Now... However, I do believe both of them, Drew Brees and the coach from Denver Broncos, I believe they, they're not real racist, and I believe they made a mistake. Um, but just always remember, the first response is usually what they feel. And that was their first response. But let's not focus on them. Let's focus on something bigger. And... The one thing I want to focus on today was actually three things. 
first thing is NCAA. The NCAA, when I think about racism in America, a lot of things come to mind. One thing, of course, is things that have actually happened to me. But more importantly, what America's gone through and America's past and how America was built off of slaves. And it's not hard to find similarities from slave owners and what the NCAA has done for so many years. Uh, For the NCAA not to allow players to make money off of their likeness and their name, their image, at best is modern day slavery to me. It's not, if it's not, it's a form of bigotry. I know that a lot of people are going to say, oh, well, these kids, they get a full ride. They get an education. They get a scholarship. Well, not really. Let me just break it down for you. Okay, so in the division of one, two, and three, the football teams are allowed to have 125 players on their roster. And that's for every college. And for every college, um, they can only get up to 174 students that can receive a scholarship. Not just football. You're talking about football, basketball, baseball, rowing, swimming, whatever you, you name it. They have to divide 174 scholarships uh, for each team in at every college. So for the kid that doesn't get a scholarship, they play in the games, contribute very big in a very big way to the NCAA's billion-dollar institution. So what do you say to the kid that's going to go into practice, keeping up their grades, and paying a scholarship? I'm sorry, paying the tuition while contributing to the bottom line of the school. Meanwhile, the school gets endorsements from Lexus. The the NCAA does had for a long time Pete's Hut were getting in, endorsements from the NCAA national championship basketball national championship. Um, all this money that NCAA is making, and these kids are not getting anything. You know now, so. For the kid that, that, that has to pay, that doesn't get a scholarship, not only does he have to go to school, you know, have to keep his grades up, he has to go get tutored sometimes, but he also has to uh, go to practice. That could be two hours. Uh, after that, maybe the next day, he would have a, a national tele- televised game. That game in itself, the national televised is making so much money for the NCAA. You don't think they have some type of way to give some type of money out to the kid that doesn't get a scholarship? And by the way, I, I feel like they should be able to get a scholarship and get paid. And by the way, also, now, in 1988, the average tuition, room, and board was just about $10,000 for one year. Not bad, you might say. I mean, in today's economy, that's not bad. But compare it to what's going on today for today's tuition, room and board for one year. That that tuition is $24,000. So what do you say to the kid that has to get a second loan to continue their education? While being a great model, a great role model to a lot of students. Not only do they have to do everything else, their image alone can't be bad. 
the way the word is going to get around today is, come on, everybody has social media. So I know what a lot of people are going to say. Oh, well, black people aren't the only people that go to school and don't get a scholarship. They have to pay tuition. White people have to pay tuition as well. Okay, well, let's talk about it. You're right. You know what? Absolutely. Let's see what, what you got to say, because this is what I say. What would the NCAA be without black players? If there was no Magic Johnson, would there be a Magic? Uh, would it be a Michigan State? Would you see the NCAA see the NCA the same way if there wasn't a Fab Five? If there was no Michael Jordan or James Worthy, would there be a North Carolina? Or would there be a Alabama or a Clemson? Would they be a powerhouse without the black players that played at that institution? And what would you think about the institution of NCAA if they didn't have any black they had black play, black players. I don't think you see the same, and not the, the the typical fan. I mean, I'm talking about the fan uh, that didn't go to college. That's not part of the alum, but he fills out an NCAA bracket every year. The one that will travel across the United States, go to a bowl game to see the team that they root play, they root for. They wouldn't see them. It wouldn't be the same. Now, after that, I want you to ask yourself this question. What would America be without slaves? So I say, pay these players. All players, no matter what race, creed, color. I say, pay these players. And as I speak, uh, Florida has passed a bill to allow players to earn money. Off their likeness. That's a good first step. That now that can only happen in 2021. But this is an issue that we need to handle right now. And the second I want to talk about is the NFL. The NFL, the owners, even Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell made a statement about how he's backing all of his players, the ones that want to take a knee, whatever it is might be. He wants to to back, the NFL will back all his players. This is after, of course, all the players came together, made a mantras, made a nice uh, little video about the social issue that's going on right now. Now, I think that's all great that Roger Goodell is going to back his players to, you know, power to the people, all people. However, Roger Goodell never made a statement or never said anything, not not apology. No apology was given to Colin Kaepernick. And, of course, I know the owners. The owners are not going to say anything. They're not going to make a statement. Why would they? They... They have no, they really don't really, it's not that they really care, okay? Now, I know a lot of people are going to think that I'm just speaking about it now because Colin Kaepernick, everything's going on. Uh, you know what? You might have a point, but at the same time, right even before I started this podcast, he was on the list. I have a friend 
He was on the list for me to actually speak. Speak about. Now, I have a friend back in 2017. I told my friend that you guys should get rid of Eli. He's getting too old. You should invest in Colin Kaepernick. My friend said, oh, he's too much of a distraction. No, we can't pick him up. He's too much of a distraction. And then later on, we had that same talk, same issue. He was like, oh, well, no, you know, he's not even that good. You know, I I would challenge anyone to find me a quarterback that's still in the league outside of Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson or Russell Wilson. And just to be fair, we'll throw in Drew Brees. Find me a a quarterback. Especially back in 2017. That took his team to the Super Bowl. And I know Nick Foles. Okay? Great. You know, other than Nick Foles, find me a backup quarterback. Because all he wanted to be was a backup. He just wanted to be on the team. He still wanted to do the things that he used to do before he took a knee. And... If you guys can remember, it's not that Cap wasn't good. It's just the simple fact that he took a knee. And he is just as good, if you ask me. He's just as good as Nick Foles. Now, these players wanted to blackball. I'm sorry. These owners wanted to blackball this player because he took a knee for what issues that we have today that's still going on. So the NFL needs to apologize to him. They owe him apologize. They owe, owe him apology, and they owe him a job. This is bigger than whatever contract y'all signed. This is way bigger. And I know there was two teams, two teams that wanted to pick him up at one time: the Ravens and the Seahawks. And the Ravens said that his girlfriend said something that you know they didn't like, or whatever the case might be. But I think that's bullshit. I mean, people have freedom of speech, right? I mean, they're supposedly. Uh, and the Seahawks, the Seahawks uh, pulled him in. They didn't even see what he could do. Uh, they just said, we don't want you to kneel was their biggest issue. They didn't want Colin Kaepernick to kneel anymore. But that's a little, like, redundant because he had already said that he was going to not kneel, you know? Uh, so I just, I just think about some of the teams, what they would have looked like. What would have happened if he was on the team? And you know what? Matter of fact, in 2018, I believe, Washington Redskins, they signed a quarterback. They signed a quarterback that didn't play for, for four years. His name was Josh Johnson. It's not only that he didn't play for four years. When he did play, he wasn't that good. The Redskins went on to finish the season 7-9. and nine. Had a quarterback. At the end of the year, they had a quarterback because of injury that didn't play for four years. So they would rather lose than assign Colin Kaepernick. That's, not, that's appalling. In a league that wins mean so much that you would rather lose and not sign a better quarterback. Not saying that they lost just because of that quarterback, but I'm sure... He played a big part. Now, they also be a shame itself, but the Redskins should really be a shame. Think about what you did. But we hope that 
one team would do the right thing. Almost like Shannon Sharp said, you know, he said it on his show. It's never too late to do the right thing. Think about that, NFL. And last but not least, since we're on the topic of racism, James Dolan. That same friend that I spoke about, about Cap, back in 2017, I also told him, I think in 2019, that James Dolan is a racist. I just, you know, I said it. And we had a discussion, but I still feel the same way. Now, if you don't know the whole story, this is, well, this is after he kicked out Spike Lee. He kicked him out of the garden. And the whole story for for you that don't know, 15 years or even more than that, Spike Lee had been going to the New York Knicks to the game, and he's been going through the the employee way. Like, that's what he's been doing. That's just, he's Spike Lee. He doesn't want to go in front of everybody, you know, and I understand that. Um, and he's a big fan. <laughs> and now, just to give you a bit of the history of what the Knicks have been doing, since 2014, this is how the records have been going. 2014 season, 17, won 17 games in 65 games they lost. Okay? 2015, they won 32 games and lost 50. In 2016, they won 31 games, lost 51. In 2017, they lost tw- they won 29 games, lost 50, 53. In 2018, they won 17 games, lost 65. And in 2019, the short season that they just had because of the coronavirus, they won 21 games and lost 55. So Spike, Spike Lee's been going, and he's a loyal fan, loyal super fan at that. And you want to bully him, James? You want to bully him, change what he's been doing for so long? Now it's an issue? And also, you kicked out a, a a player, a former player that used to play there, Charles Oakley. And you let him know that he can't come back. And almost every player on your team is, bad, is black. So you just have a history of, of treating black people a certain way. Now, after all that, I believe, personally, the question is, how aren't you not racist? And... Like I said, after all that, I'm, I'm I'm sure that he will come up if we asked him. Oh well, I have black, I have a black GM, and I have black people in the front office. Eh, well, that's just for front. You can't fool me, James. You know I know that you 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 look. If it looks like a duck, quack like a duck. It usually is a duck, and you're racist. Okay. Now James Dolan, just to sum it up, um, after all the. Things that happened with George Floyd and the looting and everything else, which you know, we can get to another time. After that, he didn't want to make a statement. He didn't want to say anything because he knew how big of a racist he is. So about a week later, they issued a statement. And to sum it up, he said at the end, 
that he wasn't qualified. Just like everyone else, they're not qualified to make a statement about what happened when George Floyd died. So you're not qualified to look at a a video and see another man murder another man and say whether it's right or wrong. That's what it is, James. Now, this is coming from the Daily News. You guys can look at that if you want to look it up. So, for all the black players to play for the Knicks, and all the even the black workers, the even everybody even in the concession stands, I know a few people, personally. Now, I, I'm not telling you what to do, but I know one thing. I know I don't want James Dolan as my slave owner. I mean, I'm sorry, my team owner. I know that for sure. Now, I'm not telling you what to do, but I just want you guys to think. That's even me. Even me, because you hold the power. The players hold the power. You don't believe me? Look at what that what happened with the Clippers. Everybody that go, that, that works, that, uh, that garden. I'm not telling you to quit. I'm not saying that, but you hold the power. So just think about what you're doing. So I'd like to thank everyone for listening to White Hat Chronicles. And also keep in mind that everyone stay safe and do what you feel like is best.